0: Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs, raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all
1: while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host.
0: She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. Now I'm excited to introduce you to Megan Stewart-Hodge and talk about how to foster an intentionally inclusive business. Hey, Megan. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Meg. I'm so thrilled to be here. I am thrilled to be chatting with you and introducing you to my audience. So you are one of our speakers for the Become Influential Virtual Summit, which is happening June 8th through 12th. And you are speaking on Tuesday, June 9th, which is our day focused on business tools and strategies. And you're speaking on a topic that's that's near and dear to my heart. You're speaking on intentional inclusion. So I will dive into kind of what that means and, and why it's important. But before we do that, I'd love to learn more about your entrepreneurial journey and your journey as a parent. So how like the, the previous few years have looked for you. Sure.
1: Um, well, as you said, the topic of inclusion is one that is near and dear to my heart as well. And it really is integrated throughout my entire life, my personal and professional life, and certainly my journey as a parent. Um, I have two children. I have a 10-year-old daughter who is just wrapping up her last year of elementary school through e-learning. And I have a newly seven-year-old son, his birthday was last week, um, who is wrapping up first grade right now. So currently, I think I mentioned this in our session, my home um, is a busy juggling zone of two work-from-home professionals, as well as two learning-from-home elementary-age children. My, I guess, career path and journey that has led me to the entrepreneurial point, I worked in corporate America for almost 20 years um, in a very male-dominated industry. I was always uh, in uh, so growing up working um, managing a lot of direct relationships as well as over time moving into leadership roles but throughout my entire career I had a large focus on diversity and inclusion and the advancement of women and that is what led me to my entrepreneurial career and where I am today. As I reflected upon where the industry that I grew up in, the insurance industry, stood in terms of achieving its diversity and inclusion objectives, it, frankly, was very stagnant. You know, I think there was certainly some genuine intention and desire to grow and to become more diverse. Um, I think there was certainly some checking of boxes as well. But even in the most genuine of cases, that change really was not happening. And digging into that, the underlying reason is the culture of organizations was not changing. The culture of the industry was not changing. And so I launched my own company, Cultivare, which is an advisory and coaching practice in January of 2020. And the mission of Cultivare is to foster cultures of inclusion. For it's these cultures of inclusion that are imperative to welcoming, embracing, and advancing diverse talent, as well as for truly developing innovative organizations.
0: And so that's think, a little bit of, of
1: who I am and why I'm here.
0: And I think that it can be tough for us as small business owners and as entrepreneurs to feel like we really have the ability to make a, a difference when it comes to inclusion. Like it's easy to see how Target or Amazon or like big companies... Who have lots of employees and and lots of products and money and, and influence um, can integrate inclusion, but I think it can be harder to see that. Can you explain how like just a couple ways that small businesses um, are impacted or can impact inclusion?
1: Yes, and I you know I think that the heart of it is truly to be intentional about it. So on June 9th, the the focus of the sessions that day is really around the strategy of how you plan and build and grow your business. And inclusion fits within that. You have to really understand and embrace what inclusion means to you, how it supports the vision and the broader strategic objectives of your company, and then ensure you're intentional from from the beginning from day 1 in terms of how you contemplate your customer base how you contemplate potential strategic partners you know with whom you speak at events or with whom you collaborate on articles or on certain features or product offerings not only in identifying them but then in welcoming them in making sure that you're using language that your entire audience Uses that you are using images and references that resonate with them so that your audience feels the sense of belongingness, but also that their uniqueness is embraced and and respected and welcomed. And so, you know, we'll address some specific actions that you can take as a small business owner, but when it comes down to it, it, it's truly the intention that matters.
0: And you mentioned that when you got started, you were in a role that focused on like the inclusion of women. But there's lots of other demographics where inclusion is relevant. Can we kind of go over some some of those maybe marginalized? I don't know if that's the right word to use. So please feel free to correct me if I say anything that's inaccurate. But if we can go over some of those groups.
1: Sure. And I'll pause for one second because I think you touched on something that is really important as well, to be inclusive and, and to truly embrace and integrate diversity throughout our businesses, throughout our lives, throughout our families, we have to be vulnerable, and so we have to be okay. Maybe saying something wrong once in a while, because that means we're talking, we're having those conversations. We're, you know, be willing to have these courageous conversations, um, which is how I like to look at that. So you you brought that up in a, a good reference. Um, you know, I've I've spent a lot of my focus historically on the advancement of women, but certainly diversity applies to many characteristics that that differentiate us from one another. So that could be gender, sex, sexual orientation, race, religion, any other ideology, political belief, culture, socioeconomic differences. There are many differences right now in which we have characteristics that either through our life experience or through conversation or through just you know, looking at one another, we could say, okay, there are some differences. We also have, you know, many similar characteristics. And so the importance of inclusion is the sense of belongingness that you're welcomed for and that you have a voice that will be heard and respected, but also that those characteristics and those traits that are unique about us, that sense of uniqueness is celebrated. So we shouldn't feel the need to assimilate we should feel the need to be our authentic selves and that our authentic selves are welcomed.
0: I love that. I'm just like hanging on to every single word that you say. Um, And I think for me and my journey, one of the first things that I tried to change or be intentional about was like the graphics that I use on my website. With stock photography, it's and I'm going to talk about race specifically for a minute. It's very hard to find stock photography with not representing non-white people, you know, or I'll find what I want with a white person. And then I can't find something of the similar quality with a more diverse group of people. So I think that's where I started, but even that, you know, I try to represent different races, but when you were talking, I'm realizing like, geez, am I representing different gender you know, identities? Am I representing different religions? And maybe that's harder in imagery, but there's, there's so much to think about, so much to be intentional about that it's difficult, which is why I think having somebody like you presenting on this topic is so important so that we can ensure that our messaging, that our business is, is really as inclusive as possible.
1: Right. And one of the things I'll talk about too, I think that is really important, but also really helpful is, you know, as well as intentioned as I am, or as you are, many people are, we still have our lens. It's the lens, you know, of our experience and and what we grew up with and what we know. And so it's really helpful to get, whether it's formal and advisory board and, and a sounding board of individuals who have different Different life experiences and different perspectives, and who will help challenge you and hold you accountable. And so, who might Meg, We notice you've been using, you know, more diverse from a, a racial standpoint or images, but there's no intersectionality um, in in how those images, or it's not as good a quality, um, or there's no, you know, blend of of race is always one or the other. I mean, different things to hold you accountable and, and beyond just the images you use in your social media and in your marketing. But I think that perspective goes back to that vulnerability and that willingness to say, okay, part of my journey is I, I, I truly want to be inclusive and it takes a village like everything else in order to achieve who's your community, who's going to help you, um, who's going to champion you, but but who's going to hold you accountable?
0: And I love that. And I love it kind of wraps it full circle back into having to have those uncomfortable conversations and having to be willing to be receptive to uncomfortable recommendations and advice. Like, you know, you're asking people to call you out on things that you're not doing well and then being willing to reflect back on that and make the changes for the greater good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is, and I think, you know, that it, it was really fun to prepare for session, you know, first of all, because it is something I'm so passionate about, but also the parallel we talk to our children and what we wish for our children, you know, that we wish for them to be seen for who they are and, and well and succeed for who they are. And, you know, there's such a strong parallel for our business. That's how we want folks to feel. Us. That's how we want them to think about our business, how we want them to think about us in terms of engaging with us, uh, how we want them to talk about us. And so that same level of intention and as parents, certainly we're so familiar with having uncomfortable conversations with our children, um, that, that parallel resonates too.
0: And if you're not familiar with that yet, if your kids are too young, be prepared. It will come. <laughs> Buckle up.
1: Yes. <laughs> Exactly,
0: <laughs> awesome, so is it i know we've we've talked a lot about this topic. Is there anything else that you want to contribute about you know what people will experience when they attend your session or what they'll learn or walk away with? Well,
1: you know, I think what I wanted to do was really introduce the conversation i mean i could I could talk for days ab- about the nuances of inclusion and how and where to integrate that into your business and, and with your customers. So the objective from my standpoint was really to start the conversation, to impress upon everyone the importance of being intentional with inclusion and then give some tools and, and guidance in terms of how to get started, how to hold yourself accountable, checkpoints to have. And then I think the other piece that I hope you know resonates with folks is this imperative of having different lenses so I invited two expert guests to join me and you know I think their perspective will add different insight and experience from the lens from their personal experience as well as their professional experiences that are very different than mine but that will overall enhance the importance of intention around inclusion.
0: And I love that you brought those guests into the discussion. And after talking to you and, you know, what you just kind of mentioned so far in this episode, it's made me start to think about putting possibly pulling together some sort of a a mastermind community and trying to like find people like you using your words with different lenses where we can all kind of help each other to ensure that our businesses are as inclusive as possible it's just something that for me has always been really important is that i want to be a person that is open and willing to serve everybody and that everybody is comfortable coming to and things like that um you know and in my family i have a, a blended race family so i've got mixed race children um which is kind of what fueled it on a personal level um so, I, I really appreciate you bringing so much value just even to this episode. I think this, this short little introduction is a great amount of value as to what our, as to how we can be more intentional, who we can be more intentional to include, you know, and, and how we can have that impact in our business and on the world. So, I'm so grateful for everything that you've poured into this interview and into the actual summit presentation. And I sincerely hope that every single person that attends this summit will attend this session because it like at its core is so important to my personal, you know, values and mission. So I want to thank you so much because you are the expert, you know, and and I look forward to learning more from you to continue on my journey of being intentionally inclusive.
1: Well, thank you so much, Meg. It it really has been a, a pleasure to be a part of this. I'm so thrilled Um, for the summit and and for the opportunity to really draw attention to the importance around intentional inclusion.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And again, if you don't have your ticket, head over to becomeinfluential.com. Grab your free ticket and make sure you attend Megan's session on Tuesday, June 9th. Thanks so much, Megan. Thank you, everyone. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.